Are you working? What kind of work do you do? The idea is to get yourself in a room with people on a semi-regular basis to talk about things that can help um, improve the, the, the clients that you have or the patients that you have, increase your, your bottom line, increase your sales, increase your information and your education on the topic. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Health & Hustle podcast. We have a great topic lined up for you today. Just Carp and I in the house this evening as we talk about uh, what we're going to get into. So before we get into the topic, let's check in with my co-host. As always, Corey, what's going on, man? Yeah, man, doing great. Excited to be on, get back, get a little talking, sharing some ideas back and forth and see where this thing goes. Yeah, me too. I'm excited. Uh, I think I think it'll give our, our listeners a uh, hopefully a lot, of, a lot of things to think about, a lot of feedback, things they can kind of self-reflect on because it's something that um, we're, we're going to talk about the idea as a whole and it's kind of unique in the fact that we haven't done this specifically um into the way that we're going to talk about it but we've done fractions of it and we've done um kind of little spin-offs from it that have been very very beneficial and vital to some of the progress and, and uh you know short-term successes that we've had so um yeah i mean i think we can just kind of get into it, carp if, if you uh just want to kind of get it rolling for us yeah, so we're going to basically, guys, what we're getting at here is what we're talking about tonight is the concept or the culture of mastermind groups. And, you know, there's different, that's kind of a term that gets thrown around loosely these days all over the place. Um, it seems like a lot of people have turned mastermind groups into a business um, a stream of income, which is like a completely another topic that you know we may or may not get into but just kind of want to talk about the uh, importance of being around individuals um, of similar mindsets and similar drives and passions all right so yeah like like carp said the, the the idea behind a mastermind group is to help get like-minded people together to, to further whether it's your individual goals or your group goals just to get multiple ideas and philosophies and um, just schools of thought all in the same place. Um, because one of the, one of the main things, and I, I kind of got a lot of this, um, the idea for this today and the influence from, uh, the book I'm reading, um, the wisdom of Andrew Carnegie is told to told by Napoleon Hill. And, um, he, he has 17 principles of, of success that he talks about in the book. And I'm not all the way done with it yet, but, um, the mastermind principle and the mastermind group was the second, principle that he talked about. So obviously it's very, very, very high of importance of, of his opinion. And um, I mean, basically the, the philosophy behind the mastermind group is that more is, more is achieved in less time when people work together. Um, the mastermind group is made up of people who come together on a regular basis, you know, weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, whatever it is to share ideas, thoughts, information, feedback, context, resources. So um, whatever, you know, your background is, whatever your field whatever field you're in, you know, personal training, fitness, healthcare, um, dentistry, I mean, it could, you know, botany, it could be anything, whatever you're into. Um, the idea is to get yourself in a room with people on a semi-regular basis to talk about things that can help, um, improve the, the, the clients that you have or the patients that you have, increase your, your bottom line, increase your sales, increase your information and your education on the topic. Um, He's like the main, the other main thing they talk about is no mind is complete by itself. It needs contact and association with other minds to grow and expand. And as I stated in the beginning of this, 
you know, Carp and I have not done this at per se, like a complete mastermind. Um, but we've done it on a smaller level, whether, you know, whether that's like, you know, if a mastermind group is, is deemed as, you know, 10, you know, eight, 10 people, whatever it may be, there's not a specific number, but like, like I said, it's a group of people. Um, I know personally, I've done it on a, you know, a two person, three person basis where you're getting together and just throwing ideas back and forth. And I know that when I do that, I mean, even if it's a five, 10 minute meeting, the conversation is very high level. It's very high quality. And I know for two, three, four hours after the conversation, like I said, it doesn't have to be even five minutes. My brain is going a million miles an hour thinking of other things that we could have talked about or we can talk about next time. And, um, and I wish I did it more. And it's something that one, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not a goal or anything of mine for 2019 but it's something that I want to be very intentional about in terms of trying to meet up with people more, trying to meet up with you more carp, even if just for a workout, just so we can, you know, talk and train together. Um, but people at, you know, in athletic training, chiropractors, PTs, um, you know, people who are in the digital media, it just, I mean, really all over the place because I've met with people that aren't even associated with sports medicine, healthcare, um, athletic training. And I, I learned some of the most, you know, in the, in that short period of time, I learned more than I, I would have, I was by myself reading a book or, um, just working on some of my, my daily business stuff. So I, I think this, this principle and this, this mastermind idea is extremely important. Yeah. Um, you know, the phrase or term that everyone uses all of the time is like surround yourself with like-minded individuals, which we both have touched on already. So, um, you know, kind of just peeling all the way back to the very beginning. I remember me and Jacob, um, probably summer, spring or summer, 2015, maybe 2016, before uh, there was even a 4 a.m. crew. We like started our very first quote unquote mastermind and we met once a week. Um, we had each had our own books that we were reading. Um, and we met once a week. We didn't really know what we were going to talk about, like, you know, where we were going with life, what we were going to do with life, where life was going to take us. We just knew that we needed to set aside um, intentional time to kind of talk and grow and feel things out. Because at that time, in that stage of the game, there was no one else at the gym. There was no one else to share these ideas with. You know, like I said, the 4 a.m. crew wasn't a thing. There was two people at the gym before, you know, 4 a.m. working out. Um, and, you know, Jacob lived in, uh, you know, down South and I lived, uh, North in Dublin. And there were days where he would literally drive from Chillicothe to Dublin to meet me after work. And we would sit down at Starbucks and we would have our meeting. And, um, this went on for a few months and it was my first experience, um, of some sort with intentionally aligning myself with someone else with the same, you know, passion and vision for growth and development. And, um, I think maybe we can kind of just bounce ideas back and forth of experiences that we've had. And then that way maybe people can kind of take away, you know, some, either some examples or some ideas of ways that they can kind of begin to incorporate this into their lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I know we've talked about this quite a bit, you know, going all the way back to episode one, but you touched on your and Jacob's experience with that, which was kind of some of the, the leading footsteps up into the 4am crew. Um, and that honestly, I mean, now that I think about that, that could be somewhat of an example of a mastermind group, um, especially from the beginning, how, how we all kind of came together pretty organically. 
and kind of all had the same goal. I mean, it was, you know, back at, at its inception, it was really based around training. Um, I didn't have a lot of business aspirations. Well, I really had none because I didn't really even know what an entrepreneur was at the time. But I, it was all based around training, trying to work on our, our physical bodies, obviously work on the mental aspect too. Um, but there was all kind of a common common thing that brought us all together, which is really cool. And I guess I, I probably should have thought about that before the podcast, but um, I, I would say that's a pretty good example because from the inception of that, when I was just trying to, you know, look better, get stronger, whatever, obviously I wanted to learn from Corey, which is one of my drivers behind going. Um, but, you know, a year into it, a year, a year and a half into it, you know, th- this, this, this July will be three years. Um, kind of my, my mindset, you know, that far into it was I don't even go there for the workouts anymore because I know the workouts are always going to be good. Our programming's great. We're getting stronger, looking better. Um, but I go there for the mental development aspect of it. And that all, that all stemmed from me just trying to get time with Corey at the beginning, you know, whether it was a, a 30 minute coffee meeting or going with him to lunch and just talk to him. Um, because that was, that was really my first experience with developing my mind through, just through discussion, even on a one-to-one basis. Um, so that's probably my first example of it. And, you know, I've had many, many from there that have expanded just, you know, based on that first experience. Yeah. I just had this conversation, like literally like an hour ago, um, conversation we have time and time again, is someone said, like, asked me, why did you become a personal trainer or how did you get into personal training? And I'm like, to be honest with you, like five, six years ago, I never even had any thought in my mind that I would end up on the path I'm on right now to become a personal trainer. So, you know, I um, found this guy online, followed his programming, went to this gym, started training them with a bunch of these dudes. And then once you start getting around all these people, you realize there's, you know, there's more, there's more to life. And then once that, that, you know, mental development took place, I realized that there was no other option. You know, I had to do this. Um, The way the gym changed my life, physically, mentally, everything else, like I had to do that for other people. So if it wasn't for that group, you know, whether it's a training crew or a mastermind group, if it wasn't for being around all of that, you know, I wouldn't be obviously sitting here talking to you right now and wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And I mean, there's a, there's a a few really important ones that that I'll touch on here. Um, But just to kind of give a direct correlation and example to our listeners is in a way, this platform right now is a little bit of a mastermind group. Um, Because I know every time we hop on here, Corey, even if it's just you and me, like it is tonight, I always walk away with a handful of takeaways from you. And I know we usually can have our own little mastermind before and after the episode. Usually we talk for 20 minutes before and after and just kind of, you know, catch up, but then throw ideas back and forth too. Um, but every time I'm in my car and I'm listening to a podcast, um, you know, whether it's, you know, listen back to one of ours just to make sure everything sounds good and maybe listen to again to one of the guests we had on or whether it's business biceps, MSCEO project, um, Gary V's audio experience, um, a couple other ones that I listen to. I mean, you're, you're in the conversation with those guys. Obviously you can't talk back and forth with them, but it's just like you're being in a room with them and taking in all, all the information that, that they're giving you and just absorbing all that. So I, that's, that's, a, that's a really cool thing. I think just for the, for the listeners to think about, and I know it's the way I think about it too, because like I said, 
anytime I, I log on, I log on to a podcast or look, get on to Spotify and listen to something. I'm always having a few takeaways. So although you're not actively in, in the conversation, I mean, that, that passive absorption and learning is, is a really good way to, I, especially if you're listening to, to the right podcast and they're, you know, they're, they're correlating to what you want to do or you want to grow or, or you want to progress to. Um, I think that's a, that's another perfect example of a mastermind. Yeah. So kind of to get back to, like I said, my first experience when, when me and Jacob used to meet, um, if you're someone that's kind of like wants to get in this area or get down this lane, but you're not really sure where to start or how it fits with your life right now. Um, just kind of going back to what we were doing, like I said, we really didn't know, but we met once a week. We each had our own self-development book that we were reading. And we had like a list of maybe five questions that we had to answer every week about what we had read from that prior week. So when we sat down, we had like a, like an itinerary of, you know, one, two, three, four, five, this is what we're going to go through in this meeting today. Um, it was as structured as possible and very to the point and not a lot of like just sitting around BS and killing time. Um, we each had to come back with like five takeaways from what we read. So, you know, Todd, if you're reading a book and I'm reading a book, I just taught you five things about my book. You taught me five things about your book. Now all of a sudden we just learned something new. Moving on, we went over our top three goals in whatever categories they were at the time. Um, I, I read you my goals. You read me your goals. I told you what I did the last week since we last met to get me closer to those goals. Vice versa, you did the same. Um, and then we had like our long shots and our visions and things that we went back and forth. So figure out what areas in your life that you're either lacking on or you want to get better at, structure them. And essentially what it really was, was just an accountability partnership and an honest growth path. But, um, you know, it doesn't necessarily, I feel like what, what would be best is if it's someone that's almost not in the same exact lane that you're in, you know, if you're a personal trainer, maybe it makes sense to align with an athletic trainer or a physical therapist or someone else. Um, but maybe like two, like sometimes I feel like if you're too similar and it's a, it's a mix between bouncing ideas back and forth or like not stealing each other's ideas, but just if you're too focused and too aligned from the same brainwaves, like you can't get that different perspective on life or industry or, you know, wherever you're at. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and that, that, bring, that brings me to a good point too. Something I've been, I've been kind of thinking about in my head is, you know, one of my long-term goals and really my ultimate goal is to open my own clinic. And I've got a few other things kind of building off that as well that I'm really shooting and striving towards. So to kind of not contradict what you said, Corey, but I would love, and I've thought about this, I just don't have a, a great handful of people yet. I mean, I, I know a ton of people have their own places, but I, I know just time-wise that they wouldn't be able to do it. But I would love to have a little mastermind group of um, people who have their own clinics. So in a, in a sense, they their goals are aligned very similar with what I'm doing. But at the same time, number one, because athletic trainers really just don't do this. Number two, I want to have a wide variety of opinions and experiences. I would love to have a mastermind group of um, you know, a couple chiropractors, a couple PTs, a couple um, even even physicians who all have their own places to get them together and be able to be able to you know think about basically how they got there, what they did to help it succeed, 
you know, failures and mistakes they had along the way and, you know, ideas they have for future growth and future business success. So that's, that's one thing I've been thinking about where all of their goals are very closely aligned with what I want to do. So there's a lot of similarities there. So our, our conversations would be leading up to and culminating to a specific goal in, in terms of learning. But at the same time, their backgrounds are different enough where I'd be getting a lot of different different ideas from people who had different backgrounds. Although they we're all in the, the healthcare field, um, I mean, as everyone knows, you know, not not every every single school you go to, whether it's for athletic training, physical therapy, whatever, is all going to be different in terms of the background. There's a lot of similarities. Don't get me wrong, but that where it doesn't overlap that's where the growth can be had. That's where the learning can be had and the education can be provided um, from profession to profession. That's one thing I've been thinking about on the back end. And I think that that would be perfect too, especially for where we're at. And I think it depends on maybe what stage of the game you're at, uh, what's, you know, how similar or different you align with. And honestly, just where, where uh, at where you are demographically, you know, um, I, I think kind of like what I was referring to was more of, if you are a personal trainer at one gym and then you meet in mastermind and bounce ideas back and forth with another trainer at the same exact gym, um, you run that risk of, you know, obviously everyone's trying to build and grow and, and kind of get their, you know, quote, go, go get theirs, go get theirs. What I was trying to say, but not say, and sound like an idiot. Everyone's trying to go get it. Right. So when you're, when you're too closely aligned, as far as like under the same roof, um, you know, you run that risk of, of coming into some, some back and forth with either people stealing ideas or just whatnot. But when you're outside or if you're even on the other side of the city or something, you don't, that's not really as big of an issue because you're not trying to acquire the same clients or the same customers or, you know, the same businesses that make sense. Yeah, I think that that brings up a good point as well about when you're doing this, it's not something that you should by any means take lightly. Um, Just like when Carp and I talked about, you know, making this podcast together, like we looked at it like a like a business partnership. And, you know, I mean, you almost need to think of this the same way, because if the commitment isn't there from the other people that you um, seek out and have in it, or if they, they have ulterior motives, I mean, it's not, it's, it's definitely obviously not going to work out. So you have, you have to be pretty, pretty highly, um, you you have to basically vet who you're going to have in it. Um, if you're the one kind of putting it together or if you're helping put it together, whatever, you need to make sure the people in there, you know, their, their motives are, are clean and clear and they're, you know, they're not, they're not shady people. And, at the end of the day, I mean, they don't have a scarcity mindset because at, at the end of the day, if they're truly, truly just want to be successful people, everybody can go quote unquote, get theirs. Um, but all, everybody can still have a, a sustainable amount of success if it's done the right way. Um, like, I mean, just a perfect example of that, you know, Carp, you and Leaf, you're doing the exact same thing profession, professionally in terms of personal training. And you guys talk on a daily basis and pass ideas back and forth. I mean, obviously you're a couple years farther into it than him, which is great that you're kind of being a little, little bit of a mentor towards him. But, you know, other people might look at that as, you know, he's a new guy. I'm just going to kick him while he's down, not help him at all, because that could be potential competition for me down the road. Um, 
So just get, kind of keeping all those things in mind and treating this as, as a business, business partnership because as quickly as it starts up, if you get a group of people together, if they're not the right group of people, it's going to be shut down just as quickly as you started it. Yeah, and, you know, there was probably a time, that's something I've noticed, just a little difference in myself. There would have been a time maybe two or three years ago where not that I didn't, not that, I, A, I didn't even fucking have any secrets and I didn't know what I was doing and I was completely clueless. But I may have been hesitant to like, if I caught this new trick or this new tactic or, you know, just basically anything, if I learned something new, I almost would be afraid to tell anyone because I'm like, I, you know, I need to use this to my advantage to try to get ahead or try to get to the next step. And um, over the years, I've realized like it doesn't, there, it, it, there is no shortage for anybody, you know, which is kind of comes back to that abundance mindset thing. And I mean, I literally, combining that abundance mindset with that mentality of like what Gary V says, why like he has no trouble telling people exactly what he does or exactly what they need to do to succeed because they're not going to fucking do it anyway. So, you know, it's the, 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 the principles are there, but it's a matter of execution. So I have no trouble or problems now talking to anybody and telling them exactly what I'm doing, exactly how I'm doing it exactly how I think they could do theirs better, you know, because at the end of the day, it's whoever executed it that's going to win and the ideas really don't mean shit. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, just like anything else without, without any action, you're not going to make any progress. So, and that's, that's why so many people just don't, don't make any steps further is because there's not action taken. So again, that kind of comes back to making sure the people that you have in that mastermind group are, are, are people who you think will be good for it. Um, but if you have that abundance mindset, which, I mean, I, I feel like, I can't think of even anybody off the top of my head. It's got it's got to be hard to be a successful person without with without an abundance mindset. I mean, if you're constantly worried about um, what other people are doing or people taking your business, number one, that's going to add so much more stress and anxiety to your life, and number two, you're you're just going to be focusing more on other people than than what you're actually trying to do yourself. So. Um, that the old saying, I know, I mean, I feel like we talk about the same five or six sayings on every podcast, but nothing, nothing real can be threatened. Um, I think that kind of goes back to that as well. So, um, I mean, if you're able to take, if you're in a mastermind, even if it's a mini mastermind of two or three people and you take away two or three things and put those into action every day, um, and the people that you're with are giving you those ideas and you're giving ideas back and it's a mutually beneficial thing between however many people are in your group. Um, there's no way you're not going to continue to grow and, and, and progress in whatever your, whatever your, uh, your field or your area of expertise is. Yeah. And so kind of like, you know, the next, my next experience with this would have been so another thing we've talked about, but um, whenever I met Nettie G for the first time and me and Nettie G kind of, you know, had a similar thing going that I, I did with Jacob and it was just, um, we both knew there were areas in our, you know, either our life or our focus or kind of our like path that we were on that we were lacking in. And we both recognized um, that there were areas that we could kind of like help each other level up on. And um, so we did the same thing, you know, with our meetings and um, just kind of holding each other accountable to learning and growing and making sure that we were doing the things that we were not comfortable doing. Um, and it's, that was, I mean, 
I've met so many new people through her. I've done so many more things that um, I probably would have been scared to do um, had it not been for her helping me or pushing me along, you know, just different things like that, kind of just stepping out of the comfort zone and going to networking events or going to seminars or, um, you know, what, you know, kind of this like, what have you been putting off most on your to-do list and why have you been not been doing it? And it's because, well, I'm nervous about it. Okay, well then let's do it. You know, and it's just kind of someone there making sure you're doing the shit that you know you should be doing, but you're not doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, I think that's a really cool example as well, Corey, because that's, I mean, that's a perfect example of what you talked about earlier is she's so far out of the realm that you're in, but I mean, Nettie G is a G. She does so many different things in so many different areas. And you, I'm sure you're able to absorb so much, so much of that from her just in terms of how she operates as a business person. But then you get that well-rounded experience of how to operate in this setting, in this setting, in this setting, um, with all the stuff she does with podcasts and Shopify and um, Airbnb real estate type deals. Um, and even if it's not directly correlated to what you're doing, I mean, when I, when I, when I talk to people who aren't in my, in my field and in my realm, even if they're business people, I can always take away things from them just because at the end, business is business at the end of the day. And those principles overlap no matter what you're doing or selling or whatever service you're providing. So, um, I think, I think that's a really cool thing. Um, the other, I mean, I, like I said, I, I have a ton of like one-on-one, you know, one-on-two examples that I could talk about, but really I think the last one I'll just talk about, um, because it really helped me in terms of getting into the entrepreneurial space and even just thinking about it myself was um, with my business partner who at, you know, obviously at the time wasn't um, my Tim, his name's Tim Berger. He's an athletic trainer. Um, I, I don't know exactly how old he is. He's an older guy, probably, you know, early, early to mid sixties. Um, he's been in the game forever. Um, and literally the first time we met each other, we just started, you know, brainstorming and talking ideas about helping him take over the business, which, Obviously, I kind of just fell into my lap. It's not usually that it's not usually that easy for that kind of stuff to come about. But um, from there, I mean, we met, you know, one time on campus at OU every two weeks to talk about how to develop the business, how to work on billing, how to work on expanding the business, talking to commissioners, ADs, and how he's done it in the past, what's worked for him, what hasn't worked for him, and um, and we, I mean, we still we don't meet on on that regular basis now. That now that we got everything up and running. You know, obviously, I worked for free for him for two years, um, but we, I mean, we still meet on, I would probably say once every two months, which isn't super, super um, often, but we, we meet when it's needed and we're always brainstorming new ideas for the content, um, for business expansion, kind of where we're going with the digital age. So, um, and that, I, mean, I guess it kind of brings me to another point just off the top of my head is, you know, if you have a group of people like this and, you know, you, you want to meet regularly, but like you're not, you know, you're, you don't want to meet and not get value out of it. So you, you don't want to just meet to meet um, because that, I mean, that could probably cause burnout, lack of, lack of drive to want to be a part of it. So you got to make sure that you have some kind of um, ideas for what your meeting is going to be about too. So, um, which, which me and Tim always did, which, which, which was helpful because I, I always knew, you know, what we were getting, like, like you talked about with Jacob Carp, I always knew what we were going to be talking about what action items we were going to, you know, go over and discuss. And we would always leave the meeting with a few ideas for our next meeting. So even leaving that current meeting we were at, I always knew or had an idea of what we were going to be talking about for the next time. So 
right when I left the meeting, I always had an idea of what I could start working on for the next time and the next time. Um, so that's something I would just a couple other few uh, items that you guys can think about if you're, if you're thinking about doing this or if you already started it and you want to make them better. Um, those are a couple of things I would have you guys think about as well. Yeah, and then at some point you get to you get to decide, um, you know, what's worth the time and what's not worth the time and not saying it to be a dick. But, you know, eventually you're hopefully going to get busy. You know, in the beginning of the journey, you've got a lot more free time. Um, you're eager to learn, you know, you want to do something that feels professional, but you're not really sure what to do because you don't have a lot of business yet. So it's a really good place to start. Um, that was one of my bigger, biggest goals, you know, a few years ago was like, just begin to act and carry myself as a professional. Um, and I didn't really know what that meant at the time because I didn't really have a business. And as you get busier and as the business grows and and picks up and you, you have less free hours in your day, you have to begin to decide what's worth your time and what's not worth your time. And not to say that in a bad way, but just to say like, does it need to be a face-to-face in-person meeting that you have to spend time commuting to and from, you got to spend time in line, getting coffee, spend time unpacking your book bag type shit. Or can it just be a like, Hey, I'm going to be in the truck for an hour driving on Tuesday. I'm going to give you a ring around 630 in the morning or seven o'clock. Let's talk. You know, it doesn't always have to be a sit down meeting, bouncing ideas back and forth thing, you know, eventually because the less free time I have these days, the less likely I am and the less meetings I have because I'm learning that meetings don't get shit. And I don't want to take this a completely different direction because this is probably another day. But meetings don't fucking really get sh- like shit done. And when you get to where you're getting busier and busier, the more meetings you have, the less work you're getting done. So at a certain point, you have to determine like the, the masterminds and the meetings, they're necessary, but they can morph and change over time depending on where you're at in you know, either your business or your journey and where your partners are at as well. Yeah, and I, th- I think it, that just goes back to the point of, making sure when you meet it's worth it and you guys will get value out of it because um you know if, if carp and i and two other people were going to start a little mastermind group we'd probably only be able to meet maybe once a month if not every two months but you know i can guarantee when we do meet we're going to have action items we're going to have things that we want to talk about make sure we hit on and make sure we're all providing equal value to that meeting um to make sure that we're all we're all um gaining something from it and we're not just meeting to meet and talk and not really have anything you know come from it you know what i mean because like like you said in meetings you're just meeting and you're just talking i mean you can't really put a ton into action when you're just sitting there talking throwing ideas around but if it's done the right way action can be taken immediately from those meetings if they're done the right way and one other thing that I wanted to kind of throw out that I've started doing um, in this past summer is like after a meeting of any sort with someone, I always send a follow-up email. Um, you know, even if it's the most casualist of meetings or talks, you know, like if you had a job interview, you'd probably send up a follow-up email or a letter and say, thank you, blah, blah, blah. Well, I started doing follow-up emails with like meetings this summer of a like, Hey, thanks for meeting. And then I kind of almost recap the meeting and it does two things. It kind of helps me show my appreciation to the person that took time out of their day to meet with me and talk and shows them that I really got some valuable takeaways. 
but it also replays the meeting in my head and really imprints it into my brain um, in terms of like making sure I really took away something and I like I really learned it to memory and I didn't just go there and like have a conversation and then forget about it and um, and then it kind of uh, follows up on the same note lets that other individual know that like you're serious and like you can be taken seriously and you really are excited and you want to get and you have and you want to get a lot out of it yeah I, I like that a lot carp um i would highly recommend doing that for almost every professional encounter that you have um because it just shows your appreciation to whoever you're meeting with like carp said i'm not going to try to reiterate everything you said but it shows a lot of gratitude and people appreciate gratitude um, that builds respect, mutual, mutual respect, and that can go a long way for you in your entrepreneurial career, professional career, whatever it may be. I mean, that, there's no box that this fits in. It applies to everything. So that's a great point, Carp. Um, other than that, I don't, I don't really have any, any other uh, things to talk about in terms of the mastermind. I think we just wanted to really highlight some of our ideas with that. Um, and, you know, like I said, just to be completely transparent, I've never done a huge mastermind group. I mean, I, I hope I hope one day um, to do that. I think it'd be really cool. I think it'd be re- very beneficial if it was the right, right, right group of people, the right time, um, with the right goal in mind. Um, but I've done, you know, quite a few of the, the little ones, one on one, one on two, one on three. Um, and I wouldn't trade them for anything because I've, got, I've pulled, like I said, pulled things away from them every single time I've done it. So, um, other than that, Carp, do you got anything else to add? We're good to go. No. No, I think it's cool. Um, I like getting the point out there and uh, we're going to take some stuff we talked about here and build on it and have some cool uh, episodes coming up. Awesome. So uh, yeah, guys go out there, build those mastermind groups. Let us know what you're talking about, what you're, what you're scheming and, uh, and we'll be in touch. All right, guys, we want to thank you for tuning into the show. We hope you enjoyed it and took something from it. If you did, please give us a rating and a positive comment on iTunes. If you're on Instagram right now, screenshot this episode and post it on your story. We would love to interact with you and get your thoughts. So be sure to tag us on your picture at Todd Sports Med and at Core Fit. Thank you again, and we'll catch you next time.